worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome to the MTM Podcast. I'm Sean Coombe, your host, joined as always by MTM's managing editor, Mark Osterman. Joe Chung from As The Joe Flies is here with a surprise appearance. He wasn't supposed to be here this week, so that'll be uh, fun. Mark is back from his crazy uh, week-long vacation. We missed him all over the uh, the site and the, and the groups and everything else. It was so quiet, nobody making jokes and laughing at themselves. I didn't know what to do with myself. Well, Joe Joe's here, at least we think. He won't turn on his camera because he's sitting baking in just his underwear so <laughs> hey hey this is an audio platform okay you didn't need to share that with everybody but yes it is uh very hot here at least i'm not in the uk though and uh at least i have air conditioning but just not in this particular room unfortunately i still I, it still boggles my mind europe with the air conditioning but even more so with the window screens i know we've brought it up several times but the fact that they don't have screens on their window seems like a missed opportunity for somebody to uh, to get that going because who wants flies in their house after they open the windows because it's so hot? Every time every time I see a single fly, I'm like on a mission until I kill it for like yeah, that was me 10, last night. Fifteen minutes, you know, it's just <laughs> I don't like, know how they live. You're like watching TV. You're like, come on, move, move, so I can get you. All right, we got a lot to talk about this week, but before we get into the show, just a reminder to everybody out there, you can find the show, everything related to it, at mtmpodcast.com, and you, sub- and you can subscribe in any podcast app. Just search Miles to Memories or MTM Podcast. We really appreciate those five-star reviews in Apple Podcasts as well. It's been uh, great to see some of the reviews rolling in. So everything, mtmpodcast.com. So, Mark, uh, how was it to take uh, a week off? It's been a while since you just sort of disconnected and, and did that. It didn't go so well. <laughs> we had uh, family involved and then uh, friends coming up, so it got a little bit, uh, got a little messy. It wasn't as smooth as you would think for going to a place an hour away and just hanging out for a week. See, me with my social anxiety, that's how I would feel it would be to host, like, the family. I would take on all the pressure of, of everybody coming up there and, and doing it. And at least you got some good time with the family, right? Even if everything else uh, was uh, stressful. Yeah. <laughs> well, it was we- it was weird because you know they're they're renting a house like a block away from ours. You could basically see their house from from the front yard of our house, so it was really close. And my sister called or texted like the night before and said, "I've got a low grade fever. I just feel like I'm dehydrated, or you know, I've been kind of burning at both ends. So I think I'm just tired." But I'll let you know in the morning. I tested negative. So she calls in the morning. We're all already on the way up there. And she says, I just tested positive. Uh, so we're all like, okay. My parents are on a plane coming in from Florida. So they don't even see this until they land in Michigan. That she's not going to be able to make it. And everybody's like, well, that sucks, you know. And her kids are, uh, you know, super devastated. And, and uh, everybody feels really bad about it. So we're like, okay, well, you know, it just is what it is in this world. And then the next day... She's like, hey, my brother-in-law and the kids tested negative. Can they come up? And, you know, the kids are really upset and they, they'd like to come up at least for a couple of days. And maybe I'll come up later in the week if I test negative or whatever. So we're like, oh, OK, yeah, that's fine. Like there's a chance that 
a good chance nobody tests positive or whatever. That's what happened last time I got it. The kids in Kirsten never got it. So we're like, okay, we're okay with that. So they headed up and, and then it kind of fell apart. So did they end up testing positive or, uh, well, <laughs> you're here, so you must not have tested positive, although you, you were sick like recently, like within three months, right? Yeah. So my parents were, you know, they just got it like a month ago. So they're like, yeah, whatever. Like, we don't care. And uh, we we're like, yeah. Bulletproof. Yeah. We're like, we feel okay with it, but my kids were supposed to go to the in-laws later on the week. We're supposed to drop them off or or have them taken there on Friday. And then we're going to have a couple friends come up and we're going to do like an adult's weekend after the family left. And we're looking forward to that. It's been planned for like a year. And uh, so, you know, we hang out with the niece and nephew and my brother-in-law and everything's fine. He heads home on Tuesday. She's going to come back up on like Wednesday. And uh, so that's a whole thing because I'm like, well, if you haven't tested negative, you know, we can't be around you because even if it's been since you started symptoms it's been the five days or whatever that the cdc says you know my in-laws haven't had it they don't have the greatest health they're not going to take that risk so you know we have people coming in we got to get the kids out there and uh, we're not gonna mess with that so if you come up that's fine but we're just gonna say goodbye as you're pulling in and and that'll be that and uh so that's all set up you know a little bit of back and forth people are getting a little upset about it whatever so it's already a little bit eggshell-ish, and then uh, I get a text or a call from my sister Tuesday night and says, oh, my brother-in-law tested just before he goes back to work on Wednesday, and he just tested positive. So <laughs> <laughs> so the old explosion in the whole plans. So he had come up already? Like he had hung out with you guys on the weekend and then went home? Yeah, he came up on Sunday, so he hung out Sunday, Monday, Tuesday morning, and then headed back and then tested when he got home, and it was like a very faint positive. So the in-laws weren't going to take the kids, so we had to call our friends and say, hey, this is the situation. We weren't around him that much, like it was all outdoorsy stuff. So I said, I don't think there's a big risk there, and he was you know, pretty faint, but uh, I know my in-laws aren't going to take the kids, so we can do another weekend, or you can come up and hang out with the kids, so... They ended up bringing a tent up and sleeping in the yard <laughs> because, you know, we didn't have room with the kids there uh, in the house. So it was just kind of great. It ended up working out. Uh, he brought up his scuba gear because we were going for the uh, treasure in the lake to find out what that was. So he went uh, scuba diving and Connor got to test it out and, and give it a try. So that was pretty cool. So it ended up working out in the long run. But yeah, the whole family thing was a hot mess and not the most enjoyable experience. Yeah. Did you have any actual like vacation during this vacation or no <laughs> yeah, well, well, I, guess, <laughs> I guess we could say like on thursday like after we said we're not going to see you guys anymore or whatever so we had thursday just the four of us and that was you know pretty relaxing we're like oh this is you know the the calm before the storm and then my friends came up and they have a big boat race every year from port huron up to mackinac it's the the longest running fresh water sailboat race or whatever so they have a big party friday night so i met them down there friday night we hung out went to the yacht club got to see all the sailboats and everything and then they go right by our beach so we got to watch them go by uh, like a hundred and some sailboats and there's like a 14 year old girl that ran a sailboat by herself at night and and won uh, her class and stuff so it's pretty cool experience a little michigan culture little uh yeah michigan lake culture no that's cool that's that that would be a very scenic boat ride to go up that coast and and see it it's like i guess it takes uh between 30 and 60 hours so they work like most people will go on a shift, like they have a cruise of eight or whatever, and they'll 
you know, a couple people will crew it at night. And this was a boat with just, it was an eight person boat, but just a dad and a 14 year old daughter were doing it. And he slept at night and she ran the sails all night by herself. And they were like two hours or, or two miles behind at the beginning of the night. And her running it by herself, she got two miles ahead by like flashlight, checking the sail where the wind was and moving everything. I don't know. It's kind of crazy when you think about it. I'm like stressed out thinking about that, but uh, that's <laughs> <Yeah>. pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, oh, what are the chances she doesn't fall asleep at 14? But, you know, I don't know. That's kind of crazy. So, Joe, how has everything been in your neck of the woods other than sitting in, uh, in your room shirtless, dealing with the heat and the, uh, Outside and the beautiful of- summer? Having uh, body glide all over yourself right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, the key to not needing body glide is to not move. Uh, yeah, so I'm supposed to be in Alaska right now. I mean, you don't chafe if you don't move. Uh, yeah, I'm supposed to be in Alaska right now, but uh, that got completely torpedoed. So first, my mother-in-law got sick, non-COVID-related illness. And because of that, we were already thinking of postponing. And in fact, uh, it would have been an easy decision to postpone, except... We're supposed to be, or our friends, like two other families, they're on the cruise ship right now, and we were going to go with them. And, you know, my daughter's older now. That was going to give her a lot of independence. They could have had free run of the ship. It would have been awesome. But uh, we didn't feel comfortable going because my mother-in-law it just was not recovering as quickly as possible. And so I ended up canceling. And then on top of that, my mom, who was supposed to go on the cruise with us anyway, got covid after a 20-minute car ride. She had not been uh, anywhere else, a 20-minute car ride after church. So because she got COVID, it turned out that us canceling had been the right thing to do. The nice thing right now with like all the cruise lines is if you get COVID, that's like an automatic get-out-of-jail-free card. They don't charge you any cancellation fees, even if it's a non-refundable fee, even if it's you know the most restricted rate out there. If you have COVID, they uh, just cancel you and either give you a future cruise credit or, in my case, I got a refund uh, rebooked for mid-August. So hopefully we'll be going then. But at this point, I'm just like, uh, I'm sure some of us, someone will probably get COVID and this will be ruined again. I am, as you can hear, a little bit bummed out about this whole entire situation. I mean, we had travel for the next three weeks planned and two of those three weeks are torpedoed because of all these medical issues. The only thing we're still going to do is go to Virginia Beach with my parents. Yeah, so we've learned uh, one thing from this podcast so far. Family sucks. Uh, they ruin everything. And then the... <laughs> I'm not I'm not going I'm not going to blame my mother-in-law for having <laughs> an emergency procedure that was she was not expecting, okay? Well, okay. Mark, your family did your family didn't make bad decision bad life decisions to ruin your week, but mine did. But anyway, so on the the COVID uh, cruise thing, what do you do you need like a doctor's note to or do you just say I have COVID and and they wipe it out? So I can only speak for Disney Cruise Line, although I have another uh, data point for another cruise line. For Disney Cruise Line, I had a client back in April who was legitimately exposed to COVID. Her kids were exposed to COVID from her ex-husband, which uh, that's insult to injury right there. And so I called Disney Cruise family Line. Family once again. Yeah, especially ex-family. Um <laughs> But I called uh, but I called Disney Cruise Line and they just canceled it. No proof, nothing. On top of that, I have had another client who had a Royal Caribbean cruise planned, which was a non-refundable fare, and they actually got pregnant, which was great. Although it was funny, I was talking to the phone agent and I guess they couldn't hear me, and I was like, my co- my client's wife got pregnant and she's due the month of the cruise, so they can't go anymore. And the agent said, "Oh, I'm sorry to hear that." And I was like, "What did she think I said?" <laughs> <laughs> I was like, sorry to hear that. But later, 
later when I was talking, she's like, oh, they're pregnant. That makes more sense. And I was like, yeah, I thought it was kind of weird. You said I was sorry to hear that. And she's like, yeah, that was the wrong thing to say. <laughs> they should have planned their uh, sexual fornication uh, better. <laughs> yes, <laughs> they could have had a exactly. baby moon in a cruise. But anyway, um, with Royal, this is just kind of another data point. I did not need proof of doctor's letter or anything that uh, they were pregnant. And even though it was a non-refundable affair, they got it back as a future cruise credit. So, you know, I feel like these cruise lines are pretty open to these things, especially with COVID right now. They don't really need proof. I was just thinking, like, this could be a new side business where you get people that are already positive to go test for you so that you can get a positive test to send to the cruise line if you need to. <laughs> you ruined it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, Joe, did, when you when you rebooked, did you have to pay a new fare? Or did you were you able to like move it across? So the fare for the cruise is actually like a hair cheaper. That actually ended up working out fine um, if we end up going. That is, but of course I know that if one of us gets COVID, we'll be able to get all that money back anyway. What was really brutal though was, uh, you know, the hotel. You know, I had Hyde Regency Vancouver booked with a confirmed suite upgrade. Lost that, you know, had to pay a cash rate. Ended up using. Hey, have you guys heard of the family plan rate at Hyatt? No. No, I don't think so. Yeah, so for Hyatt rooms uh, at some of the hotels, at most of the hotels, not like Hyatt places, but at the bigger Hyatts, they will have what's called a family plan rate where you can get one room at the regular rate and then you can get a second room uh, for your family. This is for families of five like mine, uh, although in this case my parents are coming as well. And you can get it at a discounted rate. Most places it's half off, so you get the cash room and then – you get or you get the first room and then you get the second room for cash half off. Um, for the high region of Vancouver, it was only twenty five percent off, but of course, better than a kick in the head. And the really nice thing is you can book that first room on points if it's available. I wasn't able to do this because you know we were booking so last minute. Now I wouldn't be able to get it on points. This is a really great way to save money because if it's four hundred dollars a night for a category four hotel, for example, you pay 15,000 points for the room. And if the family rates like $200 a night, you know, you pay 15,000 points and $200 for two rooms and the family plan rooms are guaranteed to be connected as well. So uh, it's a pretty good deal, but I hate connecting rooms. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, is that a a good deal or a bad deal? They don't have to be connected, but you the, you yeah. can get them connected. No, like, I mean, like, when you have a family, that's fine. But I hate staying in a room. And I have an article. I haven't finished it yet. But when you're staying in a room that has a connecting room door, and it's so much louder and so annoying if somebody else is in the other room. So I just despise them. Yeah, that's true. The noise comes through. For the Hyatt thing, do you do you just call in to book that? Or do you call the hotel directly? Call the reservation? Yeah, you have to call into the reservation desk. So I call, the, like, the Globus line or whatever. But uh, I think you can call any Hyatt number. You know, I think I've I think my friend has worked something out with the hotel directly um, and they can finagle it on their end. But I'm, I usually just talk to the general agent or in my case, the globalist agent. So um, they don't ha- like like I said, they don't have it at all hotels, but it's always worth asking, especially if you're a bigger family and you need multiple rooms. Uh, if you're going to get two rooms anyway, ask for the family plan rate to see if they have it to save money on that second room. Wrapping up the changing of, so like like I said, I saved some money on the cruise rebooking, but lost it all back to the airlines. I had booked everything on points originally. The nice thing was, regardless of what United says on the website, they did not charge for me to cancel my flight and redeposit my miles. Um, and I know one or two other data points that have said that, so that was good. Aeroplan refunded 
all my points, even though they technically weren't supposed to. They refunded all my points because I guess the agent was helping me out. There was an eight minute schedule change. Uh, I was supposed to arrive at 916 and I was supposed to, you know, they changed it to 908. And they're like, well, because of this schedule change, we'll just refund you everything without charging. I mean, I had, I had told them about the COVID and all that stuff. So that worked out really well. But of course, everything was like way more expensive um, to book, you know, flights three weeks from now, as opposed to we had originally booked our flights in March. So lost a bunch of money there. So just about breaking even. But hopefully we still get to go um, and I guess I'm looking forward to it. I'm trying not to get my hopes up too much just because, I mean, we had been, you know, if you've been listening to this podcast, we've been planning this trip to Alaska for two years with our friends and it'll still be great to go with just my parents, but it just won't be the same. And I I really just want to go at all. So it's tough canceling trips last minute. It stinks. At least you're able to get the trip done. You know, it's not like you're having to put it off for another year or something. So I guess that's uh, something on the on the positive side, but uh, it's rough. Yeah, eight uh, eight minute schedule change. That's about the amount of time that uh, Americans giving me for my layover now. <laughs> about eight minutes. <laughs> yeah, what was with that? Yeah, I saw oh, wow. you post that somewhere. Was it, tell everybody about yeah, it. What flight is that? Yeah, it was for uh, y- you know you book a flight now months in advance and you get like eight emails updating you on flight changes and time changes and all that stuff. So it's for the birthday trip to Maui uh, in December for my wife. And last week while we were on vacation, and there will be an article up on the site before this comes out, they sent me their updated, like, oh, your flight's changed or whatever. And we were supposed to fly out. We landed in Phoenix at like 1030, and then we would leave to Maui at like 230, something like that. And they sent me the flight change that there's now a 24-minute or 26-minute layover, (laughs) which is like no chance of happening. Uh, I guess Ian said he thinks 25 is the minimum at Phoenix Airport. So technically, they're okay. But I was kind of shocked that the computer system would even allow them to do under 30 minutes, especially nowadays. It's just nuts. Yeah, you're asking for a problem. I mean, it depends in Phoenix that you could do it pretty easily just depending on which tier of gates you're at. But if you're there's been times I've landed at the end of one set of gates and then, you know, I had to go all the way up and over and they don't have like a train. Yeah, it could take easily uh, longer than that just to walk between gates. So, yeah, it's it'll be it'll be fun. Hopefully. So are you getting it changed to something else or are you just going to risk it? I haven't looked into it yet. If I can find a, a better route or maybe even like one that has live flat and get a good agent or a willing agent that can move me to that, I'll, I'll shoot for that, like go through uh, Dallas or something. But I haven't really dug into it and I'm just like, this is so annoying like that this even happened. But we'll definitely try to figure something out because American out of Detroit is not the most timely anyway. So I'd be more worried about that flight not making it in time. But as Joe made the joke, they'll delay the second one by 10 hours, so you'll be fine. (laughs) All right. Well, let's talk about some other annoying stuff. Talk about some credit cards, some deals, things like that. Starting with IHG. Now, you wrote about this today as we're recording this, Mark. So it's already live on the website. But IHG, when they came out with their Premier card, they sort of changed the way the free night certificates worked because they had their legacy card, which used to have, you know, uncapped free nights. And now it's capped at 40K. And then some certificates you can upgrade. What's what's the, the latest? I just made that sound way more confusing than it needs to be. But basically on their new card, the welcome offer on the Premier card, the certificates are restricted when we previously thought they weren't going to be restricted, right? Yeah. So when they did the the card refresh like a couple months ago where you, you earn better rates and, and they up the fee like four bucks or whatever, one of the perks of the card was 
that any annual or any annual fee free night certificates that you get every year for paying the $99. Those are capped at the 40k, but then you can add points on top of it. And there's not like a restriction on the amount of points. So where Marriott's free night cert, you can add 15k points. This one you could add as many points as possible. So if it's a 100k room, you add 60,000 points, no problem. So the newest offer is the best we've seen 140k points and a free night certificate. So everybody assumed, you know, rightfully so, I think, that it would be the same as the one you get on your yearly anniversary where you can just top it off or whatever. And for some reason, they decided to treat these differently, like the old certs that, nope, it's capped at 40K, which makes absolutely no sense to me why you'd have two different certificates on the same card. And then you're just, you know, everybody assumes that this is the way it is. You just rolled this out and they sign up and then you're telling them they can't do it. And it doesn't cost you anything to allow them to do it. You're just going to get more points out of someone, I guess. You could say like, you know, breakage because it makes them easier to use, but you're still getting more back from the customer for them. So I don't know. It's just, it makes no sense. Yeah. Overall, I mean, that's a pretty good offer though, still overall compared, you know, historically to other ones, but it does add so much uh, confusion. And do you think it's just like an oversight? Like somebody, they're like, oh yeah, we'll just give them this type of certificate. Or you think that this was like a strategic uh, move on their part? They forgot to click the checkbox. <laughs> yeah, mean, well, he's like, you got to go one or two directions, right? Maybe they didn't think it would be, be such a big deal. I think I feel like they they messed up my, myself, like, or, or this was like put into the system before they made the chain. I don't know, but you know, IHG's never had the greatest IT, so I think this just plays along with it. And maybe it wasn't even the intention. And may, maybe they'll be able to change it because you know we saw in the past when they did a big devaluation, they everybody freaked out and they changed it. So maybe they'll they'll fix it. It's something that should be fixed. Uh, you know, because you could have, if you have like the legacy card, you can't get the new card anymore, but there was a little bit of time that you could. But even if you like, you know, it takes you the three months to earn the uh, welcome offer, and then you have the other one post at the 12 month anniversary. Like, which one are you using? You know, you can't really decide which one to pick to use, and you might use the wrong one for one that you want to top off, like that you don't want to top off. It might take the newer one, you know. It just adds a whole layer of confusion and, and potential problems. So it's pretty stupid. Yeah. On the side note, I mean, it's nice that they allow you with the ones that they allow you to to upgrade them. And uh, we've talked about yeah, how on, more I, programs. Yeah. More programs will do that. I feel like Marriott has a pretty good compromise with limiting what you can upgrade. Although I like the ability to you know upgrade unlimited amounts. I mean, you have the points anyway. So why not allow you to, to use them? It helps you redeem better and everything else. So this is a... Development. Hopefully, we see come across other hotel programs, even if it's a little shaky in the way IHG is uh, rolling it out on their welcome offer. Now, speaking of uh, free night certificates, the Marriott Bonvoy Boundless card has that that five free night offer with each certificate worth up to fifty k per that you night. You can so top off that you can that you can top off, so you can get up to sixty five k redemption if you use fifteen thousand points. Uh, the top value of this offer, I suppose, is. 250,000 points if you maximize it and found all 50k properties it's going away what uh, on the 21st of july so the day that this comes out yeah that's when it's scheduled to go away and it actually is the the most value if you if you value it at the full 250,000 points it's the most valuable chase personal card offer right now which is kind of surprising to say because marriott's never been you know the most valuable points but there's just so many points available to you uh, the caveat is they're going to, you know, go fully dynamic in a few months from now. So if you do get it, make sure you have something planned to use before that, because we we have no clue what that's going to look like. But I'd still take the chance at it because, 
you know, five free nights is pretty crazy. Can someone remind me for the 57th time who is not eligible for this card? It's like... <laughs> I don't every, know. I'd have to pull every, up our article that has the, like, uh, the Venn diagram on it. I, I, I don't think I'm eligible. I just feel like every time I see one of these great Bonvoy credit card offers, it just feels like Lucy with the football. I'm like excited and I start researching it. And then all of a sudden it's like, uh, I can't get it because I had the Starwood preferred guest card, you know, 12 years ago or whatever. All right. So this is the, so we have a article on the site that, you know, breaks this all down. Like when you're okay for the card or, or not. So for the boundless, the, uh, if you've had the bold, you have to wait 24 months since you last received the bonus plus you cannot currently have the card so if you've had the chase bold in the past it has to be 24 months and you can't have it same with the boundless card so that works similar to other chase cards so you if you've opened the boundless like three years ago you can close it and then uh grab this again if you have the bonvoy business you must wait at least 90 days after acquiring the card plus 24 months since you received the new card or upgrade offer so you can still have the bonvoy business but it has to have been longer than two years uh, since you got the welcome offer and the same for the brilliant. So that's uh, does that make it better for you, Joe? I mean, I think (laughs) it, I think it does. I think I can get this card as long as I'm not over 524, which I have to check. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But uh, that's not as long as I've never had a chase. Oh, if you never had chase. Yeah. Yeah. I've never had a chase Bonvoy card. So, Oh, eyebrows. There you go. And if you'd like to uh, support miles to memories, you can use our, affiliate link and uh we get a little bit of a kickback for that i've heard master memories has those i will check that out <laughs> and furthermore ian wrote uh, two different posts on the site to give people inspiration of the his favorite the best uh, 50k redemptions in the u.s domestically which i found to be a little boring but we'll talk about that in a second or the best 50k international redemptions which international is always going to be my favorite uh, way to go but did any? Did you guys see those articles? Did any of the properties stand out to you? Well, we know domestically you'd just be like Swan, Swan Reserve. <laughs> <laughs> there is right. one Ritz Carlton domestically. Yeah, the the Coconut Grove uh, Ritz Carlton, which I'll I'll say uh, I don't even think it's fifty k. It might it might be up to fifty k now. The Ritz Carlton in Cleveland, I've always enjoyed that uh, hotel as well. So that's another one I'll I'll throw in there that uh, you're connected to like the mall. And, you know, the casinos right there and stuff right in the heart of downtown. So that's a good option. Uh, I like the Moxie, Washington, D.C. That's a very expensive city on points or cash. And Moxie looks like a cool brand. So I'd, I'd be into that. And then, of course, anything in Chicago. But, you, you know, cash prices used to be very cheap in Chicago. Now they're super insane. So I think uh, there's a lot of good options for Hyatt or Marriott in Chicago. So those would be mine. So internationally, of course, they have the Le Meridian Maldives, which uh, I know is triggers Mark, but this is my feeling about the Wait, Le Meridian Wait, is there a Maldives. is there a Big Sur uh, Marriott property that we can all bump? <laughs> no, yeah, <laughs> that's probably more than fifty uh, k. But the the Maldives property, I feel like that's like their low rent of the properties, the Bonvoy properties in the Maldives. Um, so it's like if you're going all the way over there, would you want to stay there or not? Um, I know we had a friend who stayed there recently, so I'll be interested to get a, a a review of that. For me, I think I'd be happy just to be in the Maldives using a certificate, right? Not having to pay all the points. So I think that's a good option. And then Al Bustan Palace, uh, Ritz-Carlton Hotel, which is in Oman, looks amazing, um, which is a country high on my list. So check out those articles because there's a lot of 
I want to go interesting redemptions. Yeah, I like the uh, JW Marriott Los Cabos because they have like a little plunge pool off the room. And I don't know if this is like the standard room. I didn't look into it too deeply, but um, it looks amazing. It's like it's got a hammock and a little patio outside. So if you can get that with a cert, I think that would be fantastic. Yeah, I agree. One of our friend uh, PDX Steels guy who was on the podcast last week, but one of his favorite redemptions for Hilton certs is the uh, Waldorf in Los Cabos. And I feel Same like for Rick. Being, <laughs> yes, I feel like being able to use like a, a Marriott cert at 50k for something like the JW, which I haven't been to, but that sounds like a pretty uh, amazing redemption uh, as well. They they do hotels pretty well down in uh, in Los Cabos. So uh, Joe, let's do a let's do a live sign up of the card right now. Do an application, put it in. I'm checking. My, I'm doing my. Uh, <laughs> I'm at annualcreditreport.com, pulling up my credit report. <laughs> Gonna count up my 524. So you guys keep vamping for another 15 minutes, and uh, we'll we'll be done. But g- give me a second; I'm working on it. All right. Well, while Joe is uh, off applying for cards or figuring stuff out, let's move on to a couple of uh, other topics relating to deals, shopping, saving money, the daily getaways, which is this annual sale of travel stuff, uh, is coming back. In fact, it came back already on the 18th of July. There'll be deals for the next couple of weeks. And uh, a lot of interesting stuff on there. Um, Joe, I think for you, the, the number one thing would have to be the uh, Universal Orlando VIP experience for, uh, for 2K. I could see you uh, dropping that. Do they, do they get that's travel a, agents rates on this stuff? That's a deal compared to uh, the uh, Star Wars thing. That's... Yeah, it's half off. Um, <laughs> yeah, and, you could say, yeah, you no, could go they, the old... No, uh... they do not give us deals on that. The American way. I see. I, I spent two grand, but I really actually saved myself two grand. Yeah, it's a business expense. So each day they have different deals, and I don't know. I found uh, I found there there wasn't as good as in some years past, in my opinion. Um, they used to always have like SeaWorld, Bush Gardens tickets. That's not on there, but they do have several Universal Orlando things, uh, including a, a whole vacation and the VIP experience, which looked interesting. But again, it's two grand. Um, one day they have twenty five. One day they have 20% off Bonvoy gift cards, which isn't bad. Uh, I've done that in the past, like a $500 card for $400, I think a $100 card for $80, and a $250 card for $200, and uh, limited numbers on those, so a couple hundred of each, so be prepared to kind of jump on it. I've been able to buy those and even resell them in the past, make a little bit of a profit, so it could be, especially if you can get the $500 card, an easy way to grab a little bit of spend. Uh, then they had, this is what's funny. So they have a day where they're selling Hyatt points. So you can get 50,000 Hyatt points for $660. Uh, you can get 30,000 Hyatt points for $396 or 80,000 Hyatt points for $960. Now we value Hyatt points around one and a half cents each here at Miles to Memory. So that would be a deal. Guess how many of each of those deals is available though? Seven. For points with Hyatt. Eight. <laughs> Pretty close. It's been like this since like a decade ago, the daily getaway yeah. deals in the Hyatt, it's always been like the hottest ticket. Well, now this is, this is really going to be the hottest ticket. So for the 50,000 points, they have a total of six of those what? available. I was like seriously <laughs> joking. For the 30,000 <laughs> points, they have two available. Oh boy. And, and for the uh, 80,000 points, they have eight available. So uh, you're, right. you're competing for 16 total packages. Better, Amazing. better odds than going to Hawaii for Arby's. So there you go. You can do it. Yeah, you can uh, you can do it. I, I personally will be probably sitting out from that. Although I wouldn't mind getting the Bonvoy gift cards if I saw it right at the right time. Um, but we have a link uh, on the website so you can look at all the deals. 
and uh, jump in if you want. I think it happens at 10 a.m. Pacific every day, 1 p.m. Eastern, but uh, we'll have the full details uh, link in the uh, in the show notes for that. And uh, then, Mark, you also wrote about today your quadruple stack with Dell, which kind of reminds me of years ago. I bought a bunch of televisions with Dell and not a bunch, a couple and wrote about how I stacked all kinds of offers. And that was before the Dell Business Platinum Credit uh, was what it is today, which is which is part of your, your quadruple stack. But the moral of the story, though, is uh, Connor's getting himself a new gaming laptop and uh, didn't cost you all that much out of pocket, right? Yeah, uh, dude, he's, get, he's getting a Dell. <laughs> Remember those commercials? <laughs> didn't that guy get busted for doing something weird? I don't know. But uh, I feel like everybody in commercial, like, they all end up being weird, like Jared and stuff, but. Yeah, don't do commercials. <laughs> Bottom line, it's like don't do a video, uh, a music video with your spouse because that ends up getting in, in divorce. Yeah, so you know, with all these AMX uh, no lifetime language offers going out, I'm sitting on three business platinums right now. One was from an upgrade from an Amex Gold, and then two were just no lifetime language offers. So I had six hundred dollars in credit, and my plan had been, you know, just to buy Microsoft gift cards, which I could turn into stuff to resell, or uh, I was going to get a Surface Pro. But he, he wants to do like video editing and stuff, and I didn't think that would be the great greatest fit. And people said, you know, get a cheap gaming laptop for entry-level video, video editing because it, it's like juiced up to handle games, so it would be good for that stuff. So I saw one that I had a deal on it, and then I ended up stacking. I used the three $200 credits that just reset in July, and then there was an Amex offer for 10% off on one of the cards. So that saved me 20 bucks. So 600 from the three credits, 20 bucks from the Amex offer. Uh, I got $24 in Dell rewards. And then uh, Rakuten, or is it Rakuten? Rakuten? Rakuten. I don't know. But uh, Rakuten. Yeah, what's with these portals right being so annoying? I miss Ebates. But um, <laughs> uh, so that was 10% off during like the Prime Day stuff. So that was another uh, $88 back in membership rewards points if I cash it out with a, a Schwab Platinum. So altogether, like $840 computer that I ended up paying $150 out of pocket for. It was like 86% off or something crazy like that, which, you know, hey, I'll take that all day, every day. Yeah, it's amazing. And I, I guess the naysayers out there will be, well, not everybody has three business Platinums. But to your point, and you make the point in the article, this is still a way to save 15% or more stacking the Amex offers, making sure you wait because we know that Dell often does have these increased days on portals. So if you're going to make a big purchase, waiting till you get 10x, I mean, we've seen as high as 15x, but I'd say 10x is a incredibly solid offer, especially when you're getting membership rewards points and, uh, you know, being able to utilize Dell rewards, which you also point out in your article, you can turn into a gift card. So uh, you can get some value out of it that way. So uh, there's always been a lot of opportunity with Dell, and this is a, a great deal. Yeah, even if you want to buy like Microsoft products, if you have a, a longer time frame, you, you know, they sell Microsoft gift cards 10% off uh, on Dell, and it actually works for portals. So you could stack it with a 10% off on the portal. Plus you earn Dell rewards on the gift card purchase, and then you load that into your Microsoft account, and you can buy Xboxes with them or their Surface Pro tablets and stuff. And all that works if you don't even have a you know, business platinum. But if you do have the $200 credit, you can use that too. So there's a lot of fun things you can do with Dell. Oh, and I should mention that Dell lets you split payments uh, up to three cards online. So I was able to do that easily instead of, you know, oh, I have to use this $200 credit, then this $200 credit. If you buy something bigger, 
you can put $200 on one card, $200 on the other card, and then I put the remaining like 400 and some dollars, $440 on the card I just signed up for to go towards the uh, minimum spend. So that was another little perk of it. Um, and then if you time your applications right, you can actually get four Dell credits in the first year because you get them um, uh, January 1st and September, or, uh, July 1st. So if you sign up like, which I just did with this last one, you know, mid-June, I got to use the $200 before July 1st, then $200 after July 1st. I'll get to use it again January 1st. And then since the annual fee takes like 30 days to post, I'll get to use it again uh, July 1st of next year. And then I can close the card. So $800 in rewards for a $600, $695 annual fee, plus $100, $120 in wireless credits, and then $400 in uh uh, airline incidental credits all in the first year. So that's $1,520 in credits for a $700 annual fee plus 150,000 points. I mean, it's like, it's just raining money for me. Max. Yeah. And I just picked up a version of the car with a 0% interest rate, which uh, makes sense in, in my reselling business and stuff like that, where I can use it over the holidays where I tend to like max out my credit lines um, to, uh, to carry interest without having to worry about it, which isn't something that a lot of people do. But uh, in my specific case, it's nice Plus getting the the hundred and sixty thousand you know membership rewards, uh, plus all the other perks. So yeah, it's definitely uh, still we're still gonna say as long as they're handing out points like uh, like candy. Yeah, might just as well get them. It's not gonna last forever. I just signed up one for Kirsten yesterday, so there's another two hundred dollars I got to spend. So uh, Joe, you uh, do did you buy anything during Prime Day? Either one of you. I mean, we talked about Prime Day and all last week, but either one of you guys make any big Prime Day purchases? I bought something totally random and small, and I already forget what it was. It was just like $20. It wasn't something like super important. It was just something that like we needed around the house. So nothing big. What about you, Mark? I ended up uh, buying some uh, toys and stuff for the kids for upcoming birthdays and, and maybe store some for Christmas. And then we needed a new, uh, a bigger air fryer for the cottage because we have a really small, like a two-quart one, which is a real pain to use. So there, it was actually the same one we have at our house, and it was half the price we paid like two years ago for it. So I grabbed one of those. It was a really good deal. And they still have a lot of those pay with points deals with Amazon. And I even found one account that was re-triggered after Prime Day. So uh, I have an article I wrote last week, but it says Prime Day pay with points deals. But if you go through there, all the links are in there. So if you haven't tried that out yet, anybody out there, make sure to, to try those pay with points deals, save even uh, even more money. Just based on the numbers, it seemed like this Prime Day was more successful, at least as far as traffic and interest than last year's. Uh, so that was yeah. interesting to see. I think, well, if you remember, like last year was weird because, what was it, 2020, they delayed it until the fall. And then last year they did it their normal times. So it was only like six months apart. So I think there it was like too, mu too much too close together. So it was kind of interesting to see this year that it was a little bit bigger. But there's a year gap instead of six months. So I feel like... People are more excited for it, maybe. I don't know. I still find it annoying the way they do their deals. It's so hard to find stuff. Yeah, yeah it's I, like the page is a mess. Like I, I, yeah. I was just like, you know, you just have to search for it. And then when you search for it, you don't know if it's the one that's on the deal. It's like hot mess. Yeah, I talked about this last week. I think like the early years of Prime Day where there was a lot of good deals. Their discounts were deeper and you could really do well. Now I feel like there's some pretty good deals, like things that are especially on Amazon devices, stuff like that, but nothing that you're going to like run out the door screaming 
um, that you got, you know, that you got this amazing deal, like, you know, back in the day. So I miss that. It's still good. But. The $10 tablets. Remember those where you could buy 40 tablets, 10 bucks a piece. That was insane. <laughs> They're all paperweights. Yeah. I bought too many of those for like, try to use it for personal use. <laughs> oh, I just gave them away at like every birthday party we went to for like a year. Like the kids went to we were like, here, you get a tablet. They're like, whoa, this is the best gift ever at a birthday party. I'm like, yeah, it cost me 10 bucks. <laughs> There you go. So yeah, the good, the good old days aren't yet here, but it was a interesting prime day and good to have both you guys back. Good for all three of us to be here. Joe, are you going to be here next week or no? I will be here next week. I'm going to hopefully be missing a couple weeks in August because uh, the cruise is like Monday to Monday. Yeah, and we'll be in Vancouver family after, but... screwed him, so he's here for the next yeah, month. Yeah, I'm just here for the duration, <laughs> yeah. All right, well, uh, where can people find you when they're not listening to this fine podcast? You can find me at As a Joe Flies all over social media. If you'd like to book a cruise or a Disney vacation, you can email me, Joseph Chung at travelmation.net. I should say a cruise that you end up canceling because your mom gets COVID. There anyway, you go. My mom's my mom's doing fine, by the way. So glad to, glad to hear it. Yes. What about you, Mark? Uh, how many uh, sweat towels did you use today? Uh, zero, but I do smell. I can smell myself. You know, you know how that goes. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Detroit Mark. Email me, Mark, at milestomemories.com. Comment on any of the articles, and I'll get back to you there. Uh, Facebook groups, send me a Facebook message, however you want to do it. How about you, Sean? And Miles to Memories all over social media, TikTok, YouTube, Instagram, everything else. And then for all of our podcasts, videos, posts, you can find everything at milestomemories.com. And again, for this show, mtmpodcast.com to subscribe and everything else. Thanks so much for listening. Talk to you next time. Bye. 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 All right, guys. Uh, before we get into the show, just remind reminder was, for everybody. That was there. a really cold uh, entrance there. Right? No, I know. <laughs> well, because I thought you guys were going to go on a little bit longer and then. All right. I'm too busy trying to support Miles and Memories, okay? Calm down. No, it's fine. No, I don't care. I'm just I'm on the wrong stupid screen. Give me the cheddar. Right. We'll send you some uh, swag sunglasses after you're approved. If I'm approved. If I'm approved. Wait, wait. You still got just as one a year. I think I used it. I, I don't know. I got I got Hey, it's, uh, My... it's Christmas in July. Just make it happen. Yeah, exactly. You uh, think. You don't know for sure, Joe. So if you accidentally did a second one, yeah. what would be the... What yeah. would be the big? We thing? could spend a whole week, or we could spend ten days in the Maldives after we get both of these. There you go. There's your you know, sales pitch. I don't know about, yeah, I don't know about you guys, but my spreadsheet has become so bad over the pandemic. I, I need oh, to I like, clean the whole entire thing up. I haven't it's like, updated mine in so long. It'd be yeah. like business platinum, business platinum, Amex platinum, business platinum. Business That's all gold. I got. But it's like I, mean, I know I can apply for other cards, so I need to I need to write some stuff down. Bad news. Over five twenty-four. Oh, got to do it next time. Wah, wah, wah. When does it? When do you drop down? I'm, I'm exactly at five twenty-four. I don't know. I've been trying to like be a part of this podcast and do the math all at the same time, and you know how I do with math, so I'll have to update you next week. See y'all. Uh, yeah, all because right. if uh, right. okay, a quick tip for people: if you're gonna be dropping under five twenty-four like next month, and the offer's going away the twenty-first, just sign up. You'll get denied, and then you have you know thirty or sixty days to call back, and you'll still get that offer. So just then you can wait until August for it to drop off, then call back, and then you'll get approved, hopefully. So for those that stay till the end, there you go. That's a good tip. Mm
Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill.